The quarter point of the season is among us, and the league is looking interesting? Today we explore why the playoff picture is impossible to predict, and then we predict it anyway. We also review the hype leading up to this point, along with the other controversial developments going on right now. This is Beyond the Blitz. What's up, guys? I'm Justin Rogers. I'm Brandon Wells. And I'm Jacob Hawk. Well, yeah. nice to have you on our uh, segment, Jacob. It's your first time on Beyond the Blitz. It's nice to have cool. you here. It's first of many, hopefully. You know, <laughs> Absolutely. You got some bold points, but hopefully you'll love me at the end of this podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. So our first segment we want to talk about today, just real quick, uh, breaking news that just came out today. Bill Bidwell, the Arizona Cardinals owner since 1962, passed away today at age 88. Very sad news coming out of Arizona. It's like the 10th owner that's dropped in the NFL in like the last two years. Something like that. I, NFL I, owners are dropping like flies right now. I think it's just sad. They put their lives in these teams and we view them as... You gotta be careful with the subject. Because the owners owning people. You know what I'm saying? You mm -hmm, hit yeah. the LeBron subject. You want to be careful. These people put their lives into the team. They put their lives into the organization, and once you lose that leader as an owner, you lose a lot of your supporters as well. So I'm interested to see what the protocol is. Losing the life is never easy, mm -hmm. so it, it's something to look forward to, and we send them our best wishes. But I think that this could be a bittersweet moment for the Cardinals and a chance for them to start out fresh. Yeah. But I think this is a time to mourn the passing of Bill Bidwell. Rest yeah. in peace, Bill Bidwell. I'm happy you got to see your team go to the least Super Bowl one time and one of the greatest NFL games to ever be played. So rest in peace, Bill. Our next topic, just again, real quick, we have to talk about it, not very much, but we just want to talk about what the impact of it might have on the NFL moving forward. And that's a new California state law that was passed to allow colleges to pay their players for the player's image. So like commercial rights and so forth, stuff like that. So not actually paying for them to play, but for the colleges to actually directly pay the players to do other things like that improves their own self-image. And the NCAA is reportedly really going to fight this because it's super against their policy, but it's California state law. So there's not too much they can do, but the NCAA is going to fight this grit and kneel. And it's not supposed to go into effect until 2023. So we have another four years on it, but we want to look at real quick and how this might affect the NFL scouting process moving forward and why this might make college players who get really big, especially in the state of California, not really want to go to the NFL because they're already rich. What are, what are you guys' thoughts? I mean, with this, a lot of it, is this going to be like scouting with college now? Is it going to be, hey, look at this team? It's not going to, no longer going to be, hey, we might draft you. Like, hey, let's see if you fall to us. It's more going to be on the lines of possibly, hey, we have this much money we can give you. We have these players with us come to our team rather than drafting. And I like one team I see right now that this is going to affect even before this comes into play is the Miami Dolphins. Uh, there are a lot of players that Miami Dolphins could draft and the players would be like, we're not going to play for you. We want to get traded. I mean, we've seen it with players before. We've seen it from John Elway. We've seen it from Eli Manning. Mm -hmm. um, we've seen it from them before. I wouldn't be surprised if we kind of see what could happen because of this with the Miami Dolphins in this 2020 draft. Yeah. I, I think it's interesting just to dip a toe in to other sports in NCAA. Um, Zion would have been a millionaire. Yep. If this yeah, was, absolutely. If this was allowed for any sport, um, let alone football. California is a football state. Oh, yeah. 
period. Building off that, you're going to get more powerhouses in California because of this. Players want money, and a lot of these kids are fighting for their families' lives in college football, and this would definitely give them a break, a little bit of the release of pressure. I think this is very interesting, an interesting development. 2023 is a while away, so. The Absolutely. NCAA can do a lot between now and then so now we're getting to typical beyond the blitz subjects now that we kind of got the first two things out of the way they, they were newsworthy things we had to talk about we like to do them kind of more on the show but now we want to move on to reviewing which we do best in week four what a week week four is this nfl season continues to get crazier and crazier and so we want to talk about some of the big games that week and i think the biggest surprise that we saw this week hands down the tampa bay buccaneers walking all over the Los Angeles Rams, putting up 55 points, most in franchise history for the Buccaneers. Yeah, for any of you who listened to our broadcast that we had last Wednesday, these two right here said that they would crush them. I said I'd make it a close game. I didn't. I did say the Rams would win, but the Buccaneers did end up winning. Yeah, this is a surprise. I think now it's just like I don't know what to expect in the NFL anymore. And also it just shows that Jameis Winston is an up and down quarterback. Like he can put up big numbers. Like he's learning from Ryan Sixpatrick, I think. Uh, just putting up big numbers. And then there's games where he'll throw like three or four picks and end the game. The, the way I see it, Todd Gurley's got to get the ball. Um, you got to hand him the football. Yes. And you and he's seasoned at this point. He's got a lot of mileage on him. And if he can't run the football, trade him. Period. Yeah. Yep. The Buccaneers give him credit. They absolutely whooped up on these Rams. And there's a reason for it. It's just they were more prepared. Yeah. They had a better game plan. Bruce Arians is one of the best coaches in the NFL. And I remember this Steelers fan to my right told me that maybe Bruce Arians could whisper in Jameis Winston's ear and get him to play well. And I told him he was an idiot. <laughs> and I, I, I just, it's amazing to me that he plays like this. One thing that stunned me with these Buccaneers, you had to win the game against the Giants. If you wanted to prove to me that you were legit, you had to win the game against the Giants. Yes. Daniel Jones running the football up the middle. I just, it's a huge momentum shifter when Jones went in, and obviously everyone wants to see him play well. But I think that the Buccaneers, every team in the NFL at this point, you can't tell if any of them were legit. And I think that even goes for the Patriots. And a lot of people don't understand yeah. that, is that only four games have been played. Yep. Yes. Teams end the season 12-4. and four. It's only the quarter of the season. Teams end the year 10-6. and six. And this is... This is the part of the season where these runs start to happen, run the table, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. These different things start to happen now, so I'm, I'm interested to see how these teams react. The Panthers, the Jaguars, the Buccaneers, the Vikings, a bunch of these teams are like right on the cusp of either really bad or, all right, we might have a chance here. So I think with this game, this is a nice statement win for Bruce Arians, which he needed coming back as a head coach, but I think he's got to prove to me again next week. Something, just touching on the Rams again still, is that what really surprises me is that Cooper Cup is second in the NFL in receiving yards, which blows my mind because he's not even, he's their third receiver on that team. Why is he number two in the league right now well, when, when you, you have, have so many other playmakers well, on your team? Dragging double coverage. I think that is something that's very un unannounced. Tyler Boyd popped out because A.J. Green had double coverage on him. Yeah. Juju Smith-Schuster popped out because Antonio Brown had double coverage on him. Yep. Who do they got? They have Cooks. And they have Woods. Both of those guys are ridiculous downfield threats, and they also come out of the backfield. I think Woods does. They also mm -hmm. have some other threats as far as like tight ends and running yeah. backs as yep. well. Yep. And when you have all those options, you don't say in your meeting, all right, guys, we got to stop Cooper Cup. You know what yeah. I'm saying? 
no one was saying three years ago, two years ago, all right, guys, we got to stop Adam Thiebaud. You know, it, it's somewhere you got to build rapport for yourself. And I think he is. I think he's building a nice little resume next week or so, or maybe a couple weeks coming up, he'll start to get noticed more. But I do not see him dragging any coverages away from Woods and Cooks. Yeah, just one more thing to add. I think also it's because they're passing the ball so much. And like you said, Jacob, I think they need to start running the ball more. I think yeah. that's what helped them last year do well and that's definitely what's going to help them again the fact that they have one of the best most talented running backs in the league and they're not using them and they've fact, gotten linemen exactly. they went out and bought linemen they got whitworth i think they have a couple other big dudes in there they yeah. have linemen and jared goff is throwing the ball 60 times a game and yeah, they cannot that's rely on, terrible they can't rely on jared goff they can't i All think right. the Rams will be fine but moving on you already kind of touched on a little bit the patriots the Patriots, they're 4-0. They've won three really easy games, and then they come out against oh, a 3-0 Bills whoa. team. Okay, so what the three... Are you saying they've had three easy games? They've had three easy games. Okay. Then Who's they came you? out against a 3-0 Bills team. Okay, so they crushed the Steelers. Yeah. yeah. I'm not rubbing them in. No, they did. All right, and then who did they play second? The Jets? I think it was the Jets. I think it was the Jets. The Jets, correct? No, they play the Dolphins next, and then it was the Jets. It was. It was, uh, it was Dolphins two. week two because that was Antonio Brown. He got released after week two, and yeah. then Jets week three. Yeah. So Jets they played three. three super easy teams, and then they went up against Steelers the Bills. Steelers are not easy. I, I will oh. give it to them. Their game plan out coached the Steelers. I don't think that game was easy. Period. I think they made the Steelers look like Powerpuff Girls. I think there's, if anything, the last decade and a half has shown is that Bill Belichick and outcoach Mike Tomlin any given day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> But I wouldn't say that game was easy at all. No, it, they definitely had the there's game. There's talent on both sides of the balls for on both sides of the ball for both teams. But pretty much what we want to bring up here is the Bills, they lost. But after all of us, especially in the broadcast and our last podcast, putting them down and be like, yeah, they're 3-0, but they're not going to stay 3-0. You know, they're going to get destroyed by the Patriots. And then they come out and they only lose by six points. That defense looked extremely good. Can we also talk about, though, how that Patriots defense looked pretty good, too, though? Well, that that, Patriots defense that special really team good. saved the game. If they didn't have that block kick for a touchdown or a block Shout kick. out to Slater. First touchdown in 12 years in the yeah. NFL. I mean. Yeah. If they didn't have that, they wouldn't have won that game. I think that Bill's team, their defense, one of the best in the league, at least going against a pretty high-powered offense, in my opinion. They have tons of weapons. I mean, you have Tom Brady on your team. And usually they have a pretty good game plan. I was definitely surprised when the Bills defense showed up. But this is a team that could possibly, way too early predictions, but possibly compete for that division. Wow. No, Patriots win that division. They always do. Maybe wild card. I mean, y'all said that the Bucks wouldn't win. So <laughs> anything can happen in the NFL, which is basically what Correct. we're saying right now. Well, in my mind, I think the Bills mirror another NFL team from the NFC. And that's what I want to bring up next is the Detroit Lions almost oh, don't, don't disrespect almost like beating the kansas city chiefs stafford is hooping this i'm year. saying their teams right now bills and lions it just remind me so much of each other because they're teams that we want to just keep putting down and then you like, week, week after week, week this year and they're yes. winning and yes. then we were both like we're against both these teams we're like okay they're undefeated they can come out and keep it close against the two biggest teams in the nfl mm -hmm. they might be contenders and both of these teams almost walked away with a victory the lions i think had to be the most impressive team for me at this point nobody was talking about detroit at the start of the no year. One. You know, no one. No one. Nobody ever talks about Detroit. Period. And when they tied with the Cardinals, I Delaney Walker the crap out of that. Yeah. They are who they thought we were. You know, yeah. Whatever how he said it. I thought that that's the team they were. They tied with the Cardinals. They feel like they're 3-1, but mind you, they're 2-1-1. All right? You got to look at it that way. Uh, they've only won two games. Moving up and forward, I think you got to fear them. Stafford looks dangerous. Yeah, behind I, center. I want to see this offense against the Bears defense. That's going to be their test. That's got to be. They played them twice this and year. And Hawkinson's out. 
And I love the way he was performing in Hawkinson's yes. out. He got hurt. But also, Kenny Galladay's balling, though. Yes. Kenny Galladay's definitely balling. And Marvin Jones, product of the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, selfless, shameless plug. Marvin Jones is absolutely killing it at that. They don't have like a one number one wide receiver, but they are killing it with those guys who like to share time with each other. So that's the what the Lions are all about is teamwork. And Matt Patricia is preaching that this year, and they have a lot to look forward to. Now let's talk about... A game that gets Stephen A. talking. Everybody gets talking about it. Saints Cowboys. What are your th- initial thoughts? What were you, what were your thoughts going into this? I like I said on that broadcast, I I couldn't lean one way or the other because of Teddy Bridgewater. If Drew Brees plays this game, 21-10 Saints. Period. But Teddy Bridgewater played the game, zero touchdowns, and they won by two. The way I see it, you got to fear the Saints defense. Goodness gracious part of it is you said you they are who we thought they were and that's exactly what I think of the Cowboys offense right now I mean I didn't really think that this was a big test for the Cowboys I mean I said in the broadcast last week this is a prove it week for a lot of teams and it was a prove it week for the Cowboys offense and they did not perform uh, Dak no. did not come through as I thought he would they couldn't rely on the run game so then they had to rely on Dak and <laughs> You that, saw what is happened. A, that is a formula to beat the Cowboys. That's how you Just stop the Dallas. run game, and then they have to rely on Dak, and, you know, he's a hit or miss. I've said and it then before, you also I'm, have the Packers coming up this weekend, so they are not getting out of the woods yet. I've said it before on a season preview podcast, if anyone goes back and listen to that. I said that I think Dak, there's 23 better quarterbacks better than him playing in the NFL right now. Is Andy Dalton I, We did the math. I think Andy Dalton is definitely one of them. I think that as far as talent-wise goes, I think if you put the pressure on Dak to make the plays happen, 10 out of 10 times, he will Absolutely Andy Dalton's never won a playoff game. I'm a Bengals fan, and I can't put Andy Dalton ahead. Andy, that's a team effort. The Bengals have never had the team around him. Andy Dalton, year well, after year, is in the top eight. numbers with but passing also, yards. But also, I will say, the Cowboys have the easiest division to win this year, I think. I think. Not the easiest. Eh. Calm down. Okay, well, then you have the, AFC you West. Have the, yeah. <laughs> what? The they're AFC not, West? They're not in the AFC I'm saying the AFC West is easier. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, but then you also have the... The AFC East, but anyway, one of the easiest divisions because the Eagles—they're an up and down team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Eagles could go out and play well. I mean, we have no idea what Daniel Jones is going to do against a good defense. We've just seen him against mediocre defenses, so we have no idea what he's going to do. And then the Redskins are the Redskins. They're going to probably get the number one or number two overall pick at the end of the season. So the Cowboys are going to make the playoffs, but then what are they going to do after that? I don't see them advancing Mm-mm. farther than the wild card. Maybe get past the wild card and go to the divisional, but that's all I can see. That defense could carry them a little bit. That defense is, yeah. I think, it's a little bit impressive. But it right is. now, that offense is holding them back. If you've listened to me talk any time about football ever, you'll know my stance on the Saints. You'll know I strongly, I will, ugh, the Saints. I don't like them. I'm a Falcons fan, but. You know, I, I was putting him down when Drew Brees got injured and be like, you know what, the Saints had a rough year last year, losing the way they did. I think that they're going to kind of go on a slump now. Drew Brees got injured. I'm like, the Saints, you know, they're going to get walked all over now. And then they come out the last two weeks, prove me wrong. And I think that this speaks more about the Saints team as a whole than anything else. I think that they have the playmakers they need where they don't even need a quarterback to win. Teddy Bridgewater isn't bad, but you don't even need Drew Brees to win a championship with the Saints team, in my opinion. Yeah, Michael Thomas, top three wide receiver in the NFL. Alvin Kamara, top three running back in the NFL. Defense, top five defense in the NFL right now. They have a solid team. And Jared Cook, the Saints team, I hate saying it, but the Saints team, look out. They're coming. And uh, on the cusp of things you hate, 28 to 3, let's talk about your Falcons. Okay. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> We're all kind of giggling in here except for the Falcons. I'm just surprised that I'm the Titans trying. can pull out wins like this. No, it's, let, I'm not. 
Like, I know my team. How do you win against you win against a Colts team? I forget who they played the week after that, but yeah. it was, no, they won against the Browns, they, so they yeah. won the Titans. So they won against Browns week one, and then they get dismantled by I think it was the Colts, another team. It's just so weird. The NFL is so weird this year. Well, what team are you talking about? Talking about the Titans. Okay, I was talking about the Falcons. Continue. The Titans just played the Falcons. The Titans oh, just okay, the Falcons. okay, okay. Continue my fault. Yeah, my fault. no, you're good. You're good. Getting on the same page. But anyway, the like, Titans are just so weird. They have really good games. And then they'll just play awful. Is this, like, the teams that they're playing? Or is this a testament, like, okay, like some of the other teams we've been playing, we've been talking about the Eagles and those other teams. I, Are I they think, up and down? I think being a Falcons fan, you look at your team very similar to the way me and you look at our teams. Talent everywhere. So much talent. But you don't look at the most important spot. You guys already have it filled. We're abysmal. And they're below average. And that is your line. Below average. We have the worst offensive line in the NFL right now. It's it is when they're not giving up sacks, they're doing up holding penalties and false starts left and right, like four a drive. Take a breather. breather. (laughs) (laughs) But what I think about the Falcons is you can have skill position players, but until you protect them, you will not win games. I had the I had them this year going six and ten, and all of my friends, everyone said that's terrible. They're going to the playoffs. They're going to surprise you, and one and three, just like I thought. I mean, it is nothing compared to the Super Bowl season. I, and I promise you, 28-3 was the start of a slump for these Falcons. And I hate to say it, I think the slump is at its peak this year. And last year, it was such a wish-wash year for them. Yeah. This year, I think you either have to fix it now or you're done. Well, last year was injury problems. Yeah. Um, and, and The year before that was coaching problems. We still made the playoffs that year, which is, still amazes me. But this year, I'm going to say it. We need to fire Dan Quinn. He is the problem with this team. I've been saying coaching has been our problem. I've been thinking it's the coordinators. We switched a couple coordinators around. With, like I can't keep blaming the coordinators, but for so long, when it falls on Dan Quinn, when Matt Ryan fumbled the ball last week, he was on the sidelines clapping, trying to encourage his people, oh, it's okay, we'll be fine. No, he is too soft to be an NFL quarterback with a talent as big as Atlanta has on that team to be like, oh, it's okay, we get him that time. No, you got to go out there. You got to yell at people for making mistakes. You got to take control of your team. He is too soft to be a head coach in the NFL. He was a great defensive coordinator in Seattle. He does not belong a head coach anymore. He had two great years for us, and that's just because his team was that good. We had don't have everyone we used to have. We still have a lot of them, but he's just starting to get too comfortable just hoping everything will work when it just won't. Kind of like a tisk tisk. shame on y'all too. Who the heck would pick the Falcons to win the Super Bowl? First of all, this is atrocious. Okay, if I was on that podcast, you would get my opinion full and clear. It is going to be the Chiefs and the Saints this year. I don't want to hear anything else, okay? These two teams are solid. I don't want to hear the Falcons in the Super Bowl. It's not happening. I'm sorry. And I don't want to hear the Steelers in the Super Bowl. It's not happening. And I'm not even going to say my team. We belong in a dumpster fire. Okay? He's a Cincinnati Bengals fan? Yes. <laughs> but that, that that makes me a realist. And I think that being a realist, you have to look at the real teams in the NFL and say, who can play with you? And I think the Chiefs can play with the best. And I think the Saints can, be, can compete with the best. I don't see anyone touching Patrick Mahomes this year. I don't. I think Patrick Mahomes proved me wrong, of course, at the beginning of the year. I said that Patrick Mahomes was my player to drop off on anyone else. And if he was going to have, be a bad year, I said he was going to be exposed. He's not. His, I think he's putting in his coin to Mahomes stay around as one of the best quarterbacks chilling. in the NFL. His history. yards are better than they were last year at this point. Yeah. That's insane. It, it, think. And he doesn't have Tyreek Hill. Yeah, he's doing this pretty much all by himself. And he doesn't have Kareem. And that, and that rookie is looking really good. 
Oh, Hardman? Hardman? I called oh, it. I told, I told y'all he'd be good this year. I mean, he's another Tyreek Hill, I mean, pretty much. I mean, obviously no player is like another one. But I do think that he is a quick player, can get off the line, good hands. So there's one more topic we want to bring up. The AFC South. Every team in that division is 2-2. Two and two. Which AFC South team do you guys think is the best? Why and who do you think is not good? Like, I don't know. I think that this AFC South division is one of the hardest to analyze. And I think all four of these teams could be good. Like, I think all four of these teams are playoff caliber teams. Jaylen but it's just, Ram- will they play like it? Jalen Ramsey controls the fate of the AFC South. I and and, and it may not seem that important, but once you lose your star cornerback, you lose not only a player, you lose a mentality. Mm-hmm. And Gardner Minshew, sure, he can carry that offense, but the reason they're winning is because that defense has been making stop after stop after stop after stop. And mind you, the only reason the Texans are at the top of the division is because they got lucky and Jacksonville went for two. And everyone seems to forget that Gardner Minshew led them to that game and had an amazing first game and didn't get the two-point conversion. All these teams are 500 for a reason. I'm just going to give you my quick hitters. Jaguars are legit. Texans are legit. Give me the Colts at 8-8 eight and eight or 9-7. and seven. The Titans will surprise you and be, maybe this will be the division in the AFC that will have three teams in the playoffs. I'm just going to say it. And I know that seems bold because this division never seems to do it. But you, you never know. Two of these teams, I guarantee you, we will be talking about in December. Yeah, I can believe it. And I, I see it right now as Gardner Minshew and the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Houston Texans. I guess we'll get there once we get to the way too early prediction segment. But, I mean, I have to analyze it further in my mind. I could see all four of these teams being 9-7. and seven. Honestly. I think that all think four of these teams in the NFL impossible, could yes. very well end up 9-7. and seven. I think all of them are about equal in talent. Especially- I think Tennessee has a top... By defense, I think Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota is the only quarterback that started every game without a pick, which is actually kind of surprising. Tennessee's Gardner Minshew is oh, <laughs> Minshew many. I, I love I love Jacksonville. I think Houston has the same talent that they've had in a while, and I think that they need just need to work out their kinks and they'll be fine. And the Colts, I think that they still have an amazing team. I think Jacoby presets the question on that team, which he's somebody talk about back the other and Mac. Forth. The other Mac is ripping it up this Marlon year. Marlon, Marlon Mack. Mack. Marlon Mack. Except yeah. He did get injured in the last game. Yes. For the Colts. He'll be fine. So, oh yeah, he will. Could be one of the reasons. Just like Alex Smith. Game. I'm just kidding. But let me take you to a hot take. Okay, this is a segment I came up with just because I love these guys. They make the NFL different. They make it new. All right. You got Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer down in Pittsburgh. And then you got Daniel Jones. You got Gardner Minshew. Give me some other quarterbacks. Jacoby Brissett. Uh, is there any other quarterbacks? Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen. Yeah, Play 60 commercial. Yeah. I um, love Kyle Allen. What's his face now with the Jets because there are no quarterbacks? Okay, don't, no, 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 no. Um, Dwayne Haskins. Technically. Ah, technically. But you kind of have to do well to be in my segment. Well, um, you also got to look at the circumstances he was put in. Yeah, his yeah. team is doo-doo. Yeah. These are backups no more. We're all going to pick one backup that we love and that we think will do well. Okay. So if you guys heard the last podcast, you heard that I love Gardner Minshew. He's a... Man, I love the way that he plays. I, I don't... Right, And he's going to be a quarterback that is one of those gunslingers who can just come out and take control of a game. Obviously, he's not that right now because he's a rookie quarterback. Like, you have a lot of growing to do as a rookie quarterback. But Question for you. Yes. Does he take Nick Foles' job? That is a question for next offseason. I think that... that really I think that's is. a question that's answered by week eight. I mean, yeah. Um, he has a floor. This is his... Ben Roethlisberger. Um, there are a lot of quarterbacks that could do Tom Brady do it? 
I think Tom Brady did it. Some of these guys come in when they're when their starting quarterback gets hurt. You know, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. And this is time. This is Minshew Mania, and I think he could be good. Very good. I think that Foles comes back week eleven. Something like that. Oh, he's no, out. He, no, he's out for in, uh, in. I think I he comes back 12. week eleven. Yeah, week eleven or week twelve, something like that. I think we have a Romo Dad Prescott kind of topic on our hands. I, I want to see how Foles They're, handles it. Yeah, I think that's the most interesting piece of that. Now let, let me get to my backup, Dirty Dan. Let me let me tell you something about Dirty Dan. This kid is a hooper. Okay, he's had two games against atrocious defenses. I get it. Next week he's gonna end up playing the Vikings, and that is going to be a show. Okay. Dirty Dan equals Daniel Jones. Yes. For all of those listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Jones surprised everybody. And seeing him in preseason, preseason's preseason. Okay. Dwayne Haskins looked good in preseason. Okay. A lot of these guys look good in preseason. Geno Smith looked good in preseason. You don't even know where he plays now, do you? Nathan looked good in the preseason. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> beyond the blitz, more like beyond the interception. Beyond the pick. Yeah, gosh. <laughs> But I, I, what I'm saying about Daniel Jones is we have one week, I think this is the week, to see if he is the quarterback messiah that all Giants fans want and that they're going to go down Broad Street or Broadway, grab a, qu- a slice of pizza, get out there and watch Daniel Jones play play some football. Every New Yorker is excited about this kid, and that hasn't happened for a quarterback for them for a long time. Eli Manning is a legend, but he's done. Yes, and also let's talk about like some of these quarterbacks like Gardner Minshew, and Daniel Jones, they don't have a number one weapon. They're working with yeah. you know, some number two, number three receivers. I mean, Stern. DJ Chark is looking pretty good. Steeler, Sterling Shepard is pretty solid. And yes, and he also has Evan Ingram yep. there. So they are working. They don't have a number one. He doesn't have an Odo Beckham on that team to carry him. So definitely showing that he is doing this, not on his own, but he's impressing a lot of people. Also, the fact that a lot of Giants fans booed when they drafted him, and now look at what he's doing. Kind of the Chris Stapps theory. Good old Porzingis. Who the heck is this guy? And then he ended up being really good, and now he's not a Nick. I still don't like Daniel Jones. We'll see. We'll see if time proves me wrong, but I, I stuck with it all year long. I'm you gonna give the Falcons all of it. to go to the Super Bowl. That's because I had a great, solid argument for it, and I can do it again, and it'll still make sense, even though it doesn't make any sense. All right? I converted both Justin and I, and this give me time. And if you listen to the podcast, I'm sure I converted you, too. And now I'm it look sorry, like a pal, fool. That'll never happen. Anyway, Daniel Jones, he doesn't look... Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Moving forward, Daniel Jones, he, he looks all right. I think that... He's a rookie, and he's going to do rookie things, and I think, I mean, obviously, I think that he's just going to fall off. I think there's hype around him, and I think the hype will die. Get away from I... me. Pick what? Well, who's your backup? I don't want to hear it. Well, I want to go for a little bit of surprise. I'm not going for a quarterback right now. In fact, I'm going to go a veteran, a veteran that's coming on the comeuppance. I'm going to go LaShawn McCoy. Well, Shady McCoy coming in. He's a backup, but he's not a backup. Come on. He is a backup. I think he came is... in. He came in on that team, and he was the third running back on the roster. Last week, he had the most carries on that team by like seven carries. Yeah, but we're all of about, a sudden he's coming up. We're talking about people that are proving themselves. We're not talking about somebody who's already proven. Themselves. LeSean McCoy hasn't been proven in years. He's died off. Adrian Peterson proved himself with the Redskins. That's true. So you That's can't true. say that he doesn't have time to prove himself. But Adrian Peterson has time had time to prove himself with Washington, and they gave him time. He's humble. You can't get mad. And the reason he's humble is he saw what being arrogant got him in New Orleans and in Arizona. The boot. You go to Washington for a last stand, Albert Hainsworth. You go to Washington for a last stand. Yeah. Josh Norman. No one knows the kid anymore. Should have stayed in Carolina and less money. Dummy. 
This is uh, LaShawn McCoy's last stand, I believe. He hasn't been great since he was with Philly, and he was he used to be a top tier running back. Okay, he's been super quiet lately. He was really good with the Bills for a couple. Okay, calm down. Yeah. wasn't really good. He was all right. He made the football. He was all he right. Was, I believe he was an All Pro. He, he also helped right. that Bills team that was not very good make the playoffs. So I'm just saying. Um, Thank you to Tyler Boyd. Year, and everyone... Baltimore, um, the Cincinnati Bengals for the Bills in the playoffs. Just... Yes. <laughs> Happy the Ravens didn't make it. That everyone was looking down on LaShawn McCoy coming into the season on the Chiefs roster at the beginning of the year he was running back to number three where people were like Shady's done he's not playing anymore and now he's putting up good numbers okay he caught a pitch alright let's not Travis Kelsey made a heads up play and that's one of his touchdowns I don't want to hear it okay Sean McCoy has something to prove. I will agree with you there. Yes. But until he gets the ball from Patrick Mahomes' hands, if Patrick Mahomes ever stands still and gives him the ball, then talk to me about it. I'm predicting he will prove himself. That's what this is. So you're, I, I will put my money on it that he will. At not. the beginning of the year, Sean McCoy will be a top ten running back. Next three weeks, he doesn't have a hundred yard game. You say he's going to be a top ten running back, the, and I don't. I think he's still going to split snaps. He's going to split snaps. At the Everyone splits snaps. By the as the year goes on, he'll get less and less splits. And then by the end of the year, he will be that number one target and he'll be a top 10 running back. I don't know. Oh, Minimum my. top 15. Goodness. I'm sure, I'm that pretty, is bigotry. I'm pretty sure that Damian Williams, I'm pretty sure he's hurt. I was also close that to Stephen really A. Blessed. I almost said blasphemy. That is ridiculous. The Chiefs really like Damian Williams and I think they're going to give him snaps yes. as well. So don't say that Lee Sean McCoy is going to have a breakout year. We'll if this was on another That's team, like me saying Kareem Hunt's going to come back and lead the NFL in rushing yards. It's not going to happen. Anyway, he's a kicker. Wait, you but, don't think that'll happen? What'd you say? You don't think that'll happen? Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt won't come back with a thousand yard season. Did you see? I'm kidding. I'm, I'm not kidding. I was going to say, kidding. did you see what Nick Chubb did on Sunday? <laughs> uh, Nick yeah, Chubb no. has solidified the job. Nick and Chubb it was solidified genius that job. for the Clip Browns to do that. Now he's trade bait. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't take him, but. <laughs> I mean, put him in for a game or two, maybe have a hundred yard game. You know, should we talk about Austin Eckler? Oh my goodness. Another running back? We'll see. I think he's proven himself well enough. I don't even talk about Melvin Gordon. I'm tired of hearing it. <laughs> Let me get you with these week five predictions, all right? Are you fine with that? I'm fine with that. All I got him up go. right here. Let's go Jaguars, Panthers. Who y'all got and why? Jaguars. We got Kyle Allen and we have Gardner Minshew. I like Gardner Minshew. I like this matchup. I definitely think that the Jaguars defense is better than the Panthers defense. I'll take Jaguars. See, what you guys are now noticing is I take my time with these picks. I just don't go off of mustaches. Give me the Jags. This is a rough pick. Hardest pick of the week. Patriots, Redskins. <laughs> Haskins could light up that deep. I'm just kidding. It's not bad. Give me the Patriots. Patriots. For no Patriots. reason. Bills, Titans. Give me the Titans. Give me the Bills. Right now, I think that the Titans are an up-and-down team, and the Bills are coming off a pretty close loss. Give me the Bills. Ravens, Steelers. Give me the Ravens. The Ravens. Just because I'm a Steelers fan, I'm going to say, give me the Steelers. I can already predict it. Go ahead, say it. Yeah, just because I'm a Steelers fan. Ah, there we go. <laughs> okay, okay. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer tore up a Bengals defense that is hurt, and they are trash. The Ravens defense is not that. The Bengals defense is a top 32 defense in the NFL. Yeah, exactly. Don't at me. You can't say these Steelers are going to... I'm not saying that they're going to whoop the Ravens. I'm What's your say... score? Give me a score. Score? Give me a score. Score right now. 55 to 0. All right, Buccaneers, go. 17-14, Steelers win. It's going to be a low-scoring game. Low-scoring? Yes. Lamar Jackson's going to light that defense Lamar up. Jackson. Devin Bush no. I'm still low on him. Stick with Lamar Jackson. No way. Yes, he can. Yes, I, I agree with that. I agree Devin with that. Devin Bush can stay with Lamar Give Jackson. Give me the Ravens 28-24. to 24. I, I, do, I will say this. Rudolph right now is becoming a game manager, and he's what he's coming into this offense. He's adjusting to this offense a lot. 
and you probably will see him make some mistakes. Okay. Rudolph didn't even get the ball snapped to him nine times. It was Samuels. Okay, until the quarterback gets the ball snapped to him every single play of the game, I don't want to hear about whether or not he's a good quarterback. He's not even a game manager at this point. I'm going 23-16 Ravens. They have one of the best offensive lines in the NFL, and that is the only reason Mason Rudolph looks good. Bengals, Cardinals. Give me the Bengals. Good Lord. Just because you're a Bengals fan? No, I picked the Steelers last week. Give me the Bengals. They're at home. It's a bounce-back week, and I know my team. They're going to win this game. It's going to be really close. They'll win this game. Cardinals. I think that they tied a good Detroit team, and I think that they come out, they still have enough talent to do it. Okay, that was week one. Okay. That they did that. I think that they still but have talent. I think with everything that's happened with the team, their owner, they have something to play for yeah. this week. So uh, give me the Cardinals. Y'all are going to be surprised. Okay. Falcons, Texans. Give me the Texans. Give me the Texans. There you go. Yeah, give me the Texans. There we go. <laughs> I'm the only one that didn't I, pick our team. I just want to go on the... Uh, at Buccaneers at the Saints. Give me no New Orleans. New Orleans takes it. Give me the Bucks. You're insane. You are absolutely off your rocker. No way. I will give you 20 bucks if the Buccaneers win that game. You heard it here first, folks. Yes, you did. I'm going to go with Jacob on this one. The Bucks might be on a roll the next three games. All right, 20 bucks for each of you. No, 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 no. And then they'll lose like five games in a row. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the Bucks. They pull out surprise games. I can see it here. Vikings, Giants. I guess I'm my lone, lone wolf this one. Give me Dirty Dan. I'm picking Give me the, the Vikings. I still I still think that the, the NFC North is the most competitive division, I think, any given Sunday. I think Vikings still have talent. I am so disappointed in the Vikings. Give me the Giants. Bears at Raiders. Um, one thing I need to just touch on real quick, please move to Las Vegas. I'm tired of seeing players run through dirt. Yeah. Okay, it is stupid. They've already played their last game on the baseball field. The Good. baseball field's gone now. Good. Okay, give me the Bears. Yeah, Bears. Bears. No Bears. Okay, Jets at Eagles. Sorry, LaShawn. Oh, no, I'm LaShawn McCoy. You got me talking about that bum. Le'Veon Bell, Eagles are going to take this game. Eagles, easy. Yeah, Eagles. Broncos. The Jets ain't got no quarterback. That's true. Broncos at Chargers. Give me the upset of the week. It's going to be the Broncos. I agree. Broncos, my upset. I don't even think this is an upset. The Chargers aren't playing well. Uh, the Broncos so. are also 0-4, so that's the an Broncos upset. The Broncos have also been in close games. Yeah. So they have. it's not like they they are an Which everyone's overshadowing. Team, but they're not a terrible team. That's exactly why everyone's overshadowing the Broncos. They've 0 4, but they've okay, lost they a good the teams Denver and they've Donkeys. lost Don't close. Don't forget it. Joe Flacco is not a good quarterback. Packers, Cowboys, go Pack Go. Give me the Packers. Tough game for I'm me. I'm picking the Packers. I keep going back and forth on it. You know I think what? These are two teams that need a bounce. This back is in the dome. Randall Cobb scores a touchdown. Cowboys win the game. I think I'm going to go Pack. I think, oh, I don't know. It's a tough game. This that is, is a really tough game. That might Rogers be the game of the week. has a great history These of are two defenses that have surprised me a little bit. The fact that the Packers defense, I mean, they did add a lot of pieces yeah. on that defense. They weren't good last year, and now they're looking better this year. Same with the Cowboys defense. And then they have two offenses. One has a proven quarterback. One has a quarterback that's trying to earn a contract. Let's go Packers here. Colts? Chiefs? Chiefs. 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 Browns at 49ers. Give me the Browns. Give me the Browns. Browns. Wow. We all went against the undefeated team. Now we're going to get the hate mail. Tomorrow, Rams at Seahawks. Rams. Wait, Rams whoa. bounce back. In the 12s? I think they bounce back. In the 12s? They bounce every, back. It doesn't matter how good these teams are. Every year, this is a game. It doesn't matter if these teams are 3-1 and one each coming in or 0-4 each coming in. I remember back I remember back when Seattle was good and the Rams were bad. The Rams had their number almost every single time they played. Russell Wilson's playing well. I'm yeah. going to take in the Seahawks during this game. You know what? I love that new uh, tight end they got. What's his name? Disley. That boy is killing it. 
Disley scores a touchdown, Seahawks win. He's a fancy stud at tight end. I'm sticking my guns and saying Rams bounce back. They lost tough last week. They're not happy. It's time. Hold up. Hold up. Wait for it. Wait for it. It's time for way too early predictions. Alright, let's start it out. Let's run my bracket if we could. So I believe I picked the New England Patriots. The one seed in the AFC will be the Chiefs. And then you have three versus six in four versus four five. Four versus five, yes. So then that would give us so Patriots, and then I would have the Chiefs, and I would give it to the Texans to be the three-team, three and that's both in that first game. And then we would have, I thought I had Pittsburgh win that division, so it would be Pittsburgh versus the Ravens. It would be a good game. Who do you think it is? Yep. Pittsburgh's at home. I'll take Pittsburgh. Not just because I'm a Steelers fan. Give me Baltimore. I don't think a backup Mason Rudolph can win a playoff game. Majority rule, I'm going to go ahead and pick Baltimore. I think he stumbles in his first playoff game. Texans, Jaguars. Jaguars because Houston can't win a playoff game to okay. save their I'm life. I agree with that. Jaguars, move on. Then it would be um, Baltimore's your five, and then your six seed one. So it would be Minshew Mania versus Ketchup Boy, and that would be the Chiefs. Chiefs won that. Yeah, Chiefs. Um, and then you have the Patriots versus the Ravens. Patriots. Patriots. So then we have Rematch. Chiefs, Patriots. Give me the Chiefs. Give me the Patriots. Chiefs. Chiefs are going to get revenge. I mean, this is a really good defense going against a Majority rule, I'm picking the Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs. Patriots can never count them out because then they do it. If you say they're going to win, they won't. If you say they're not going to win, they will. <laughs> All right, so our one and two seed teams, give me the Saints and the NFC, and then give me the Lions. Saints. No, I'm just saying... No, the Lions are the number, Lions yeah. are number two seed. Yeah. That's what he's saying. You're saying the Lions are the bold, number two seed? Yeah. Bro, that's not a right prediction. They missed the playoffs altogether. Well, I mean, we've seen this from the Lions before, though, starting off Mark well. my words, the Lions will beat the Bears. In one game, yeah. I can Maybe both. They'll split the Not division. Both. The they'll, Bears will... They'll split it. All right, all right, all right, all right. Stay, stay on track here. We have... Who is it? The Lions, and we have the Saints. And then the Cowboys will be a third. And then you have the 49ers is the fourth for me. And then who did I say was going in as... Okay, I had the rest of the rest of the NFC North. Yeah. So you have... You only have Seattle in the playoffs? No. Hmm, we'll see. You have the Cowboys... Cowboys are going to go ahead and play the Bears. Who's winning that game? Ooh, that's a fun game. Bears. In Dallas. In Dallas, give me the Bears. Yeah, give me the Bears. I mean, their offense Don't make the kick this time. Yeah. Good, but their defense is going to... If they do well in the playoffs, it's absolutely being kind of cool Mac in that defense. And then after this, we have 49ers versus the Packers. Give me the Pack. The team that should have drafted Aaron Rodgers. Beats Aaron Rodgers. Give me the 49ers. No, give me the Pack. All right, Packers win. And then we have Packers versus, I believe, the Saints. Lions versus the Bears. Saints. Saints. Uh, yeah, I like Drew Brees will be back, right? He'll be back by then. He will. Bears, Lions. Bears. Lions. Defense triumphs. Lions. I'm not letting you all veto me. Lions are in the... Did you say defense triumphs and didn't go with the best defense in the NFL? What? I think... Oh, he didn't... Whoa, Defense triumphs, Lions. You're going against the Gary Bears Slay offense. Darius Slay can't guard everybody. You're going against the Bears offense. Okay, okay, okay. Darius Slay is their defense. Anyway, so that leaves us with the Lions versus the Saints. And you got the Chiefs waiting in the Super Bowl. Lions versus the Saints. The Saints win. I got the Saints. Saints. Drew Brees wins his title mm -hmm. against the Chiefs and retires. No, Pat Mahomes beats the GOAT. Patty Drew Mahomes Bruce. puts his fortune into the GOAT by beating the GOAT, Drew Brees. 
Alright, well, that concludes Way Too Early Predictions, and this also concludes Beyond the Blitz. Thank you very much. My name has been Brandon Wells. And my name has been Justin Rogers. And thank you very much to our very special guest, Jacob Haw. And returner. My name is Jacob Hawk. Don't you forget it. This has been Beyond the Blitz. Blitz.